Welcome into DTC. It's free agency day one. Thanks for joining us, folks. On the line, we have FP. FP, say hello. What's up, man? Free agency day one, man. Joe, say hello. Joe? Wait, we don't have Joe. Joe. Hey, good, good for us. FP, do you know where Joe is? Um, Daddy duty. Uh, Joe is not doing daddy duty. Joe's on his way to Cleveland to buy a Tyrod Taylor jersey because <laughs> Joe said the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard today. He said he'd rather be a Browns fan than a Redskins fan today, and he's a believer in what the Browns have done. We'll get into that later. I think that's that's completely asinine. We'll get into that later. Um, we'll talk about all the quarterbacks who have signed on day one of free agency. It's been a quarterback uh, frenzy. We'll talk about all the, the big signings. A lot of NFL players are, are completely getting overpaid. A lot of Redskins players are getting paid by teams other than the Redskins. We'll get into all that. Um, but first, the topic of, of the, the past what, 48 hours is Kirk Cousins and where he was landing. And I, If I can recall correctly, on this podcast just about one week ago, Joe swore up and down that Kirk Cousins was going to go to the Browns. Steve swore up and down that Kirk Cousins was going to go to the Yankees. And UFP swore <laughs> up and down that Kirk Cousins was going to go to either the Broncos or the Jets. Never and said I Broncos, said he was going just to the, the Jets. Just the Jets. Okay, I said he was going to the Vikings. And I guess I was correct. I was absolutely correct, which actually happens quite often. Like I'm actually more correct than, than, than wrong most times. So you know, I'll take the credit for that. But... You know, this isn't an LP glowing show. We want to talk free agency. We want to talk all the things that have happened since then. Um, I want to kick, kick it off with this. There's been a lot of talk in D.C. sports radio uh, this morning um, between two of our probably our favorite hosts in uh, E.B. and the Junkies and then Grant Paulson and Danny Ruye about whether Kirk is disingenuous or is he actually justified for his actions. And E.B.'s take was that Kirk is disingenuous. Kirk is phony. And all these things because we heard Kirk come out and say that he would love to retire as a Redskin. He'd love to continue, um, you know, as a, as a Redskin. He he at one point said he wanted to. Con- he's excited to see Josh Doxson and his growth in future years, and all these things. But then again, didn't really negotiate with the team. Obviously, there's a whole thing that whole backstory which we've covered at length many times, but. Didn't negotiate this year, didn't negotiate last year. The Redskins decided to move on. Kirk sends this apology letter to, not an apology letter, a goodbye letter to the the Redskins fan base, basically saying the Redskins decided to move on. And that was actually his first statement in his letter that that stood out to me. FP, question for you. Is he disingenuous or is he actually justified for his actions? I think he's a giant drama queen and I'm happy he's gone. See, I have I get the feeling that a lot of Redskins fans are actually turning on him. I I, I can see which both is sides exact. Of this. That's exactly what the Redskins want. That's, they want us exactly to turn on the Redskins. Want. But Eb had a good rebuttal. And it goes that. back. He, yeah. The Redskins brass is not justified. No one is sticking up for the Bruce Allen stupid uh, no, no, no. letter that he of said course, last year or any of that stuff. But the point was, if Kirk really had uh, friction between him and the brass, then why didn't he just? You know, why didn't he kick the can down the road? Why did he come out and say that he's, you know, looking at, you know, can't wait till Josh Stockton grows up and, you know, all, all these other things? No, you're, you're, you're right. I mean, the, you can't excuse how the front office dealt with all of this. 
But my goodness, they must be smiling because it played out perfectly for them. It played out like I've never seen something play out more perfect for them than what is going on right now, where they did the whole BS. We offered him a contract. He didn't want it thing. Kirk was like, I'm not going to respond to you. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to talk to the fans and jam and Java. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it all. But really, like you said, that was a perfect analogy. He kept kicking the can down the road, and everybody knew that that's what him and his agent were doing. And you can only get so mad at the at the at your team, regardless of what the front office did, for so long. It's so much easier to get mad at one player who you think turned his back on the team or, or wasn't open to true negotiations or or you could have done so much more, but you just kept dragging this on and on and on. And then on top of that, like a, a completely different side of that, the Alex Smith trade that we as a, as a group went through every range of emotion regarding the Alex Smith trade, trade worked out amazingly for the front office because you're seeing how many teams are scrambling for lesser and lesser qualified quarterbacks and throwing the same, if not more money at them. So you take that and you take the disingenuous of Kirk Cousins I, that's a too big of a word for me and then you realize that the Redskins come out on top of this and Kirk he got his money but I, I think going to the Vikings is probably the worst mistake he could have ever done because you went to the one team the one team where if you don't get them back to the NFC championship game you have regressed you have cost them something the and they're going to game. if you don't get them to the Super Bowl I mean, expectations well, no, but- are gonna are gonna be out of the, this world for him. I mean, he he essentially went to the best team in the NFC last year. I mean, there's there's no there's no doubt about That's it. Best. Minnesota was actually a true, a, a really they were really a better team than the Eagles, and I actually think the Saints were a better team than the Eagles. And um, well, what, and which Eagles? Twenty eight million a year. Right. All right. Getting paid twenty eight million a year. That's gonna have effects, but. He essentially did actually a genius move in like the sense of a financial move. He did three years, $28 million, fully guaranteed. So guess what happens in three years? He gets to go again, and he gets to go right. against the, the 2021 cap, which is going to be, you know, who knows, out of this world. Or, or maybe it goes down, according to Joe, right? Um, so I, I doubt that, but... Well, the NFL is not doing as well as they make it seem that they're doing so we, we all know that right but they're but, still doing good enough that the money is not really but kirk cousins is what 30 years old and so he's going to get another contract at 33 years old so think about that for a second he made what about 60 million in washington he's making 84 guaranteed in minnesota and then at 33 years old which is by the way the age of alex smith he gets an he gets a third contract so well it's not kirk even cousins that is he, gonna be, he went he went to the one team, one of the the four teams available in the league, where if he is as good as he thinks he is, and everybody else thinks he is, he should have a Super Bowl ring, come the next contract negotiation, which is insane to even think of. It's insane to think that a guy still in his quarterback prime can go back to free agency or back to the market with a Super Bowl ring, and already made a hundred million dollars cash. That's ridiculous. I mean, props to Kirk Cousins. I hate him right now, but he played the league like it, like, like it's. I just, I'm trying not to get us the E, but he played the league right. Right, but 
But okay, so so take a look at what he's done, and then you actually have to flip the coin and see what Drew Brees has done. Drew Brees could have made easily if Kirk Cousins was worth twenty eight million. Drew Brees would have made in the thirties. There's no doubt about that. He's a he's uh, clearly not, a better maybe quarterback. Not, than maybe Kirk not Drew. Aaron Rodgers is still out there. He he may just make. No, the, no, the Kirk I, Cousins I, contract looks stupid, but maybe not. Drew, Drew's a little up there in age. Um, yeah, but okay, for one year or two years with the, the contract that Drew signed, he could have gotten $60 million, uh, two years, oh, $60 million guaranteed easily. Absolutely. I mean, I, there's there's no doubt about that, that Drew Brees is a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. And anyone, I don't think anyone in their mind would argue on that. Um, but you got to look at what he did. And he said, you know what? Continuity is more important to me. Building a team around me is more important to me. And I'm going to take less. I'm going to take 25 million, which actually is what like an average quarterback contract this year. But he's getting paid as much as Matt Stafford. He's getting paid as much as Derek Carr. So he's taking, you know, he's obviously not taking a, a, a huge discount. He's still getting paid very prettily. But he he put team in front of himself um, and said, you know what, I've made enough money in my career. I've made you know whatever he made before and whatever he made in in San Diego, and said, build a team around me. So, personally, I want the the red the next Redskins quarterback to be of the Drew Brees kind because I, I don't want you know the 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 highest paid quarterback in the league because I don't feel like that's a recipe for success. We saw that in Baltimore with Joe Flacco a few years ago. We saw that even this year with Derek Carr. Um, no, just you're right. Teams with with the highest paid quarterback never end up being that successful. And then look what you so, know Tom Brady does. So. Give me a Tom Brady or Drew Brees personality type when it comes to Tom, contracts. Tom Brady's, I'll take that. Tom Brady's different because his wife makes more money than him, so that that's a different, that's a different, yeah, but FB, different beast. If you're it's making twenty, if you're making twenty-four million a year, or making twenty-six million a year, does that really have an impact on your lifestyle? If you're married to the number one smoke show of all smoke shows, and she makes more money than you, and you're on the New New England Patriots. Yeah, okay, I'll take less money to send the uh, on a winning team. Tom Brady's a different beast. You can't bring him into this conversation. The the one the, the person who got the contract that actually kind of surprised me, I thought it was actually kind of low, was the Case Keenum contract. Right. Uh, two at, years, at two 36 years, thirty six, so eighteen million guaranteed. So actually one million more than Alex the word than we're paying out for Alex I think Smith this year. Total but. total guarantee was twenty five million, right? Something total like that. Total guaranteed was twenty five million, but it's a total salary of Two years, thirty-six. I think that's eighteen a year. If he's right. on the roster next year, he gets that eighteen. Um, and then you have Sam Bradford in Arizona, the glass, the man made out of glass. Sam Bradford going to Arizona for one year, twenty million. I mean, when was the last time that guy has played a full full season? It hasn't uh, ever happened. No, but he started really well for the Vikings years ago. <laughs> he did, and they were five and zero. Oh. And 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 mind you, that Mike Zimmer was on the hot seat after that year, so. Um, you know, Kirk Cousins but, is, is going to a team that was on the rise, yes. Um, but I feel like also a team that can easily fall apart. And then you also have AJ McCarron just signing uh, with Buffalo for two years, ten million. I Chase thought he went Daniels to Denver. AJ McCarron went to Buffalo. Case Keenum uh, went to, to Buffalo. Right, 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 right. Sorry. Oh, and Mike Glennon just went to the Cardinals again. Mike Glennon so, goes to the Cardinals two years, eight million. Teddy Bridgewater one year, five million to the Jets. To me, that's I think a that's a great move. Yeah, that's a fantastic move. That's a steal. But I feel like they're gonna they're gonna have him sit behind Josh. But I don't see that lasting more than four or five games. But if you're the Jets, I mean, you have to be looking at quarterback in the draft because um, you you have 
Josh McCown, who's 38 years old. You have Teddy Bridgewater, who's coming off the horrific knee injury, but had a lot of potential. You have to be looking at, and Teddy's on a one-year one-year deal, so you have to be looking at quarterback in the draft. Um, yeah. Of all these quarterbacks, uh, what do you like the most, or whose deal do you like the most? And you can actually uh, let me throw in Alex Smith in there too, because Alex Smith is as contract and extension is official today. I think he's at 17 million for this year. Um, I think it's around 23 million the next year. I'd have to fact check that, but um, I, I will say while you're fact checking, I will say I like the Alex Smith deal, and I think that's only because I've had longer, longer to accept it. Um, but it, it's difficult for me. Do I like the Alex Smith deal? Yes, because I feel like Kim and Kirk, same tier quarterback. Um, all the negatives that Kirk has and the positives that Kirk has, I feel Alex Smith is the closest, right, um, to, to, to that caliber. But on the flip side, would I have taken a Case Keenum, retained my pick, and Fuller? Probably. I probably would have accepted that uh, and been a little bit happier just because I'm, we haven't really addressed our cornerback needs um, and there's the, the rumors of DRC and he came and they talked and he left and money is the issue and all that garbage, which I'm sure we'll dive into in a second. But I, I, I'm honestly torn. If it wasn't Alex Smith, it would have to be Case Keenum. Everybody else to me is garbage as okay, far so, as a franchise standpoint. So we heard that Rudin actually spilled the beans today um, saying that their options were either Teddy Bridgewater or get the proven known in Alex Smith. It, let me ask you this: Would you have taken oh, Alex Smith those with, the, two. with the deal as is, or Teddy Bridgewater at five million plus? Uh, you keep Kendall Fuller, plus you keep your third round pick, plus you get an extra what is that, twelve million in cap space? No, I, I'll tell you why, and it's going to be the dumbest reason why I don't want Teddy Bridgewater. It's a season long comparison to him and RG three, and I don't want that. I'm out. That would piss me off every Sunday. I would have been okay. Okay with the Teddy Bridgewater, but I don't blame the Redskins for going Alex Smith. I think at some point you got to look if, at the Browns. If it was and my say, fantasy team or your fantasy team, we both would have gone Alex Smith. Absolutely, but I just feel like you you got to look at the Browns and say they bring in a, a middle of the road quarterback who they expect to develop every year, and it just blows up in their face. I mean, they draft a quarterback, they bring in middle of the road. It's just there's. The percentage of failure in that is much higher than just getting a proven known commodity in Alex Smith. Like well, we know, do you, Alex, do you Alex think Smith is. do you think Tyrod's not going to work out well for the Browns? Well, Tyrod is an awful quarterback. I am sorry, he is not going to work out for the Browns. Doesn't matter and who they have. And their around. left their left tackle just retired. <laughs> and their left tackle just retired. Tyrod is uh, Cleveland can do all they want, but. Unless they fix that quarterback position, that's going to be a mess. So I wouldn't be surprised if they go quarterback in the first round of the draft there at one or four. No. Because I would. I wouldn't trust uh, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo clearly didn't. And they didn't really do anything. I mean, I guess A.J. McCarron is a, a lateral move, but they they didn't really do anything. They're, you could tell that Buffalo is probably going to go for a quarterback, too. Why, I mean, what else would they do? They really can't d- rely on A.J. McCarron. Yeah, I, uh, I'd i still take A.J. McCarron over Tyrod Taylor. 
right, let's let's switch gears though. There, there's a bunch of other positions. You got uh, what is it? The running backs, right? So you got Carlos Hyde going to the Browns, Chris Ivory going to the Bills, Deion Lewis going to the Titans. I think we Isaiah were all Crowell. high on, on Crowell. Yeah, yeah. He went to the Jets. I mean. And again, that's another steal uh, if you look at the numbers because it's what three years, uh, twelve million uh, each or something like that, right? I mean, that, that's yep. another steal four, four for, for a workhorse. Yeah. Uh, but you also have the Giants completely overpaying for Jonathan Stewart, uh, thirty-year-old running Giants back. Move. They always mess up with the running back. They, it's just their mo. I mean, ever since Tiki, I mean, they just suck. Yeah, the, Brandon well, they Jacobs. Had Brandon Jacobs was good garbage. for a couple of years. No, I mean, the, the Giants, uh, Giants always mess up, and there is a chance that they take uh, Swan Barkley or whatever his name is. If 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 Cleveland doesn't do anything with that number one, it's almost guaranteed the Giants take him. So I, I, but at that point, why pay for Jonathan Stewart if that's a possibility? I, I just I don't get the Giants. They're a stupid NFC East team. Um, and then. So, uh, we all agree that that running back is probably a position that needs to be addressed on the Redskins. Yes, absolutely. And two what of are them some of that these I names easily that you would have. Yeah, Jarek McKinnon and Carlos Hyde. I would have taken them in heartbeat. Uh, Jarek McKinnon heartbeat. is going to the Niners to play right. with your boy Kyle. Yes, he just got signed uh, just recently. And what was the other person? Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde got Browns. signed to the Browns. So who's left um, that you would take? I, I'm looking at the list now. We have Doug Martin, DeMarco Murray, Eddie Lacy, Shane Vereen, Frank Gore, Adrian Peterson, Jamal Charles, a bunch of no-namers. Alfred Morris is on here. LeGarrette Blunt is on here. Um, Anybody, or would you go wait for the draft? The thing is, give me that list one more time. DeMarco Murray, Darren Sproles, Eddie Lacy, Shane Vereen, Frank Gore, Adrian Peterson, Danny Woodhead, Jamal Charles, Alfred Morris, Terrence West, LeGarrette Blunt. There's a few I, other guys. I would on there. go. I would go. Um, See, here's the thing. You you need more of an every down back. You need a you need a fat rob replacement. I would almost go LeGarrette Blunt. Uh, I would, and and then you try to do a, a three down back rotation where you have Samaj B. Your every down back, right? And then you have Chris Thompson be your special back, and then you have Blunt be your 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 bruiser. I mean, I feel like that would and be an e- even balance. Blunt is a huge red zone threat, so that would right. be which uh, the Redskins struggled with. Yes, I mean, yeah, plus, I, I wouldn't be opposed to Lagar Blunt, um, but I he, also he'd feel probably like the be one of the had. Ones. I also feel like the Redskins had a lot of running backs on at the end of the roster last year who who did okay, but I just don't know if you can rely on any of them. You, 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 I mean, we'll, we'll get into it in a second with the receivers, but we we just haven't done enough with the receivers to to take such a questionable approach to your running backs. You you can't like you. It's a what is it a catch twenty two right? They they each feed off each other. You you gotta address the running back if you want the receivers that we're trying to bring in, um, work to work better. You just have to. If you gave me a Carlos Hyde, then your Paul Richardson is going to be that much more effective, which makes Crowder that much more effective, which takes the pressure off Reed, which hopefully makes him play in a time. I mean, it all feeds into each other, and we're just not addressing right. Yeah. So, I mean. 
with running back, you have a lot of options in, in the draft. So I, And this is day one. I wouldn't call it over yet. Actually, far from over, but uh, we'll see what the Redskins bring back. Um, you you kind of mentioned this earlier. At receiver, the Redskins lost Ryan Grant. The Redskins gained Paul Richardson and re-signed Brian Quick, with which I know last season we called him Brian Not-So-Quick. What would you say of the Redskins' move at receiver? Are you for it or are you against it? The Paul Richardson move, at first, we, there was a podcast that we were discussing it, and I, I said I didn't really know too much about him, but I hated him because he was a Seahawk. But the more you look at it, and he had he has, like, what, like a 4-4-40. He's really fast. He has a great vertical. And apparently his two best attributes are amazing route runner and ball hawk. And that's exactly what you and need. And he's a deep threat. Well, of course, the, the, the speed that I alluded to would kind of make that obvious. But, yes, he is a deep threat. Not so not so much it's as Deshaun Jackson. Sorry. I, I, I think our fan listeners are intelligent. But anyways, he's not so much a Deshaun Jackson, but he's better than what we have had. Um, but with an Alex Smith and with Jay Gruden-style offense, you need the precision – the precision. I mean, I, I like it. The more I think about it, the more I like it. You got to look at what else has happened in the league on day one of free agency. Paul Richardson's getting about eight million um, per year. You have Dante Moncrief, who's getting seven million. You have uh, Marquise Lee, who's getting eight point five million. So he's getting paid more than him. Then you have Allen Robinson and Sammy Watkins, who are getting fourteen and sixteen million respectively. That's a pretty big jump. So. For the price of a Sammy Watkins, who's had one good year in the league and then, what, three or four years on IR, um, you for half that price, you got a Paul Richardson. I, I actually like the move. I think it's a good move. The craziest is Ryan Grant is getting seven and a quarter a year. That's ridiculous. Dude, they they apparently they love him in Baltimore. So I, I don't know. Maybe Jay Gruden's <laughs> nephew or something's on that coaching squad or something. But um Seven yeah. and a quarter yeah. is insane. For for what has he done? I mean, what did he have like uh you know, fifty what did he, what was it we gotta look up his stats, but he had at least, you know, like no more than ten yards of yak um on the season. He he was one of our best receivers at going running nine yards on a on a ten yard need, right? <laughs> That's exactly yeah, and get, getting zero yards after that. So <laughs> I, I just I don't I don't get it. I, Brian Quick at twenty eight years old. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't get a little bit more playing time last year. It, it seemed like you know yeah he wasn't so quick and all all these other things that we kind of um, mentioned him on. But you know I, if one game that comes to mind is that Seahawks game where he had that huge catch. Yep, I'm okay with it. Like, I think the Redskins still need to upgrade a little bit at skill position. Um, you know, maybe another receiver. You know, if if you can, or maybe just get a a, a game changer at at running back there. But um, if you really put Doxson at his full potential, you put Crowder back at you know his true position in the slot with with Alex Smith at quarterback, and then on the other side you have Paul Richardson, you have Chris Thompson coming out of the backfield. That's, you know, and then don't even count Jordan Reed. That's four or five, you know, highly talented skill positions that, you know, options for, for Alex Smith. So um, that's well, certainly that, you, you also, last year. Everyone, everyone hasn't been talking about it, but the the old man, Vernon Davis, he gets his Alex Smith back, and they they were dangerous together. I mean, granted, Vernon Davis was significantly faster, 
But Vernon Davis is still in great shape, and they they made a they knew each other very well. So if you take that, if you bring that back, and if that makes Jordan Reed even better than he was with Kirk, yeah, I, I like it better than uh, the crap that we had last year. Who, who couldn't play the whole year? Uh, what's his name? He Quarterback. Yeah, Drill that that, that Interesting thing about Jarpai, I saw the rumors of where he, where he's um, you know considering going. It's the Rams with Kyle Shanahan, or sorry, the Rams with Sean McVay and the Niners with Kyle Shanahan and the Browns. So interesting that two former Redskins uh, coordinators want to take a look at Terrell Pryor. It's just a jab at the Redskins. Uh, or they just like our sloppy seconds. Let them have it. Hey, man, a lot of teams have liked our sloppy seconds in this first day. Um, it's true. If we kind of go through the, the list of players who have departed the Redskins, um, I don't have the list on top of my head, but um, I'm sure we all know them. And Spencer Long, uh, Niles Paul, um, Ryan Grant, we talked about. Trent Murphy. Trent Murphy. Rashad um, Breeland. Rashad Breeland. I think that's about it. Who would you say is the biggest loss to the Skins? Trent Murphy. Trent Murphy, really? Yep. I, ne- I always felt like Trent just wasn't that fast, and he was healthy. Just- healthy, not suspended. Trent Murphy had such high potential. He was really, really good to the point where you almost forgot about Ryan Kerrigan. Uh, the, that one season, like two seasons ago, or whatever. Two seasons ago, right. He he was playing out of this world. He was doing incredible. Granted, like I said, the injury hurts. The suspensions always hurt but he is a need or that is a position that is now of need on the defense especially because you have junior galette probably leaving you now have to address that position and and losing him sucked losing him sucked for sure i agree but but paying seven million for a a a not starter on defense is just a little too much for me you have preston smith i i think you continue to develop him you have ryan kerrigan you have Ryan Anderson, who is your your project. Um, yeah, I agree I'm, with you that that outside linebacker is now a need, um, but I just don't know if I would have paid seven million for a Trent Murphy or if I could have got someone a little bit cheaper. Would you try to keep Junior? See, the thing with Junior is Junior is on the back end of his career, so Junior doesn't want to play backup snaps. That's really the problem with Junior. I, but I like losing, Junior as but a player. Losing- Losing Trent, you can now tell Junior you're going to play more than you did last year. Yeah, I mean, I guess he would be third in line for for snaps. I mean, and also, I'm I'm a fan of you can't have enough pass rushers, and the more you rotate them, the better off you are. So, I'm okay with True. keeping Junior. I think that's that's good. I think Junior wants to be here, but I just think he wants to see more snaps. And you know, maybe you're right. Maybe the Redskins can offer him that now. Uh, I mean, it, it all depends on money. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't mind keeping. At first, I I was okay with him going. Losing Trent changes my mind a little bit. I, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing him stay. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. I I think I'm coming around on that. I agree. I think the biggest loss was Niles Paul to me. Niles Paul is a leader in the locker room. Niles Paul, he was glue, man. Teams. He was just the glue. And I bet you, if Niles Paul had more run at tight end last year, he would have had the year that he had. What was it like three or four years ago? The year before we got Vernon Davis. And where Jordan Reed got injured. Where is he going again? Where's Niles Paul going again? I don't remember. I want to say Buffalo. I'm not. I I, I don't have it off the top of my head. Um, but I know he's gone. He is gone. 
All right, so let's close out on this. Um, which player or which position? And Niles Paul went to the Jaguars. Sorry, Jaguars. The Jags. The Jags have been making some moves. Jags have been making some great moves. Anyways, what were you still, uh, asking? Still questionable at quarterback, but they've been making some <laughs> moves. Um, so I guess, uh, what would you like to see the Redskins address next? Honey Badger, bring me Honey Badger. I want Honey Badger on my defense. The DTC account reached out to Swearinger, trying to tell him to recruit him. I want Honey Badger. I think That's Swearinger literally... is doing that no matter what the DTC Twitter account he was. says. He was, the good thing is he was doing that before uh, before he was cut from, from the Cardinals. But it is a huge be expensive. Need. I think he's going to be I expensive. Will, listen, you pay the price for him. Zach, you said earlier today we were discussing it. Zach Brown's price went down a little bit. So you find a way to make it work. You give me Honey Badger, you give me Zach Brown, you tr- get rid of Sua for a fourth, fifth, sixth, whatever pick instead of asking for a third back. And then your defense is done. You're good. You draft the fat guys on the, in, uh, in the draft, and then I think you're, you're pretty short up right there. I need Honey Badger. He is the key. I mean, if you think about Honey Badger and Swearinger and the, uh, back there, plus Norman, plus Fabian Moreau, Plus Josh Holsey, I mean that's a pretty good secondary. Yes, that would be nice. That would be nice. I'd like to see an impact player like uh, Don Terry Poe or Sheldon Richardson, or um, I forget the other guy. But I'd like to see an impact player on, on the D line. I feel like we haven't addressed nose tackle, and ever since we switched to this stupid three four, I think it'd be nice to address <laughs> that now. <laughs> Um, you they're, know, they're getting some money though. I don't know if if the ones out there are worth the money they're getting. Maybe Mo Wilkerson because before he went to Green Bay, we could have made a move for him, but um, we lost out on him. We were interested in him, but we lost out on him. So, no, Muhammad Wilkerson, five million a year, one year, five million. That's really not that much. No, that's what I'm got saying. Three. Yeah, so I, it, I don't understand the why price is not that high. So. I mean. Haloti is out there, Ngamath Gensu, Benny Logan. That's the other person I was thinking of, Don Terry Poe, Nick right. Fairley. So there's definitely no, some Haloti talent Nada out there. Haloti Nada went to Philly, I thought. Oh, did he? I'm pretty sure he went to Philly. Yeah. Did he take our three's name with him? No, I didn't. Okay. I guess that was over your head. What'd, I mean, what would you say? Honestly, you broke up and I was trying to make it pass. But then you insulted me, so say it again. <laughs> I said, did he take RG3's knee with him? Oh, there you go. <laughs> that was uh, a stupid joke. You should have just let it go. I should have just let it go. <laughs> Ricky Jean-Francois out there. Yeah, let's do that. But yeah, so I'd like, I like to see the Redskins uh, upgrade at the online. There's no complaints from about Honey Badger. All right, FP... Uh, I think we're good on the, the NFL side. The The Wizards are getting crushed by uh, the Celtics backup players. Um, and Wizards season is starting to to fall apart here. Uh, we can only hope that John Wall gets healthy and comes back sooner rather than later. Um, any final thoughts, FP? Um, here's hoping for a better day, too. Make me happy. Go Skins.
Skins HTTR. We didn't even talk about Alex Smith in his uh, in intro. Maybe we'll have to save that. For we'll the we'll do we'll do a full we'll do a full welcome to DC for Alex Smith. Maybe explain to him the city a little bit, the fans, what he can expect. That's all coming down the pipe. We'll we'll, we'll do a whole welcome for to, to Alex Smith show. Alex Smith, if you're listening, I think you think you got four fans over here on the DTC podcast. So welcome to DC. All right, I think that's it for us. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We'll be live in Ashburn covering the Alex Smith introductory press conference. Be sure to join our March Madness Bracket Challenge and uh, follow us on all social media at, at Defeating the Curse on Twitter and Instagram and on our webpage at DefeatingTheCurse.com. For LP and FP, this has been DTC. We are out.